0: Welcome to the CBIA BizCast. I'm your host, Allie Wershavski, and this podcast is now sponsored by Google. Today, we have a very special guest joined by Travis Chris. He's the Chief Marketing Officer of Avello Air, now flying out of Tweed, New Haven Airport. Welcome to the podcast, Travis.
1: Hi, Allie. Great to be here. Thank you.
0: It's great to have you here. Now, tell us a little bit about the history of Avello.
1: Sure. Uh, Avello started flying in April of 2021. Uh, The airline is the brainchild of Andrew Levy, who was one of the co-founders of Allegiant Airlines, one of the most successful airlines in the country by a lot of measures, including profitability of airlines over the last 20 years. Allegiant developed a really great business model uh, out of Las Vegas. And Andrew spent many years there and then moved on to, you know, kind of create his own airline, really an an entrepreneur at heart and, you know, take some bits and pieces of of Allegiant uh, along with some other ideas that he had for where we might fly and, and how we might operate. So we started service out of Burbank, California, one of the convenient airports in the Los Angeles area. And the idea of flying to these small convenient airline airports like Burbank And to places like Eugene, Oregon and Pasco, Washington and Redding, California, are low fares to airports that historically have not had low fares and be able to deliver really a smooth, low fare travel experience to places where people really want to go and get away from some of the challenges of the bigger airports. So next up then was, you know, where else do we fly? And New Haven Came out as a really interesting first base for the East Coast. So, uh, I'm a longtime airline network planning, uh, you know, background, and New Haven has has had high fare service on regional jets to a few hubs here and there. I was really known, of course, for being the home for you know Yale, but but other than that, you know, the airport had has kind of a short runway set up, and so it was very limiting in terms of what kind of service would be there. And so many people within Connecticut have never even flown out of New Haven because there weren't many flights and it was very expensive. So we know that there's been in this kind of Bermuda Triangle between LaGuardia and, and Hartford and maybe White Plains or Providence, you have several million people who've really struggled uh, to, get, uh, you know, to get low fare service without a really long drive. I and mean, it's just, it's hard to get to those other airports and so uh, we, 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 we came up with the right aircraft type. We have the 737 700s, 700, so it's not a regional jet, but it's a little bit smaller 737. It holds 147 people. It was just right for the runway length at, at New Haven. So you really can't operate a low fare airline without a bigger jet like that. Mm-hmm. You just can't do it on a regional jet. You can't carry enough people to make it economical. So with the right aircraft type, and the right airport right there in that kind of Bermuda Triangle where, where New Haven sits, uh, you know, the, the natural you know, thing to do from anywhere in the Northeast is to say, well, where do we go, how do we get to Florida? And that's, and that's really kind of what we led with is we added six cities to Florida at last November, November of 21. And, uh, and, and so it was a pretty big start um, to, to that many cities all at once. Uh, with, a, you know, with a smaller footprint there um, at Tweed, with the terminal there. And uh, you know, we kind of estimated that there would be strong demand for that. And sure enough, there was. And so right out of the gate, right from the very first flights, the reception has just been terrific. Uh, you know, we were, gosh, we, we were running very full flights, uh, November, December, January, you know, peak season mm-hmm. you know, to get down to Florida, of course, you know, and get out of the cold weather. And so that growth has just as, as planned, if it was successful, we would add more and more cities. And now we're up to 14 cities um, out of New Haven. And uh, the reception has just been really terrific. So we're really grateful for that.
0: It's quite impressive to drive up 95 now because you see all those billboards and I believe Charleston is one of them and some other locations down south. Um, You know, you said the demand was high, obviously Christmas time, it's cold and kids are on break, so people are heading to Florida. Did you feel the effects of the pandemic at all or was there still pretty high demand to get out of New England?
1: There was really demand right away. Now, mm-hmm. when we launched in November, we were all kind of coming out of mm-hmm. you know, the original um, virus. And so mm-hmm. demand picked up right away, but then Delta came along. And so, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that was, February or so, there was a bit of a dip again across our whole network and, and for all the airlines and everybody kind of held their breath again, but we powered through it. And uh, and, it, and, it, you know, and we, then we you know, kind of broke out of there in March and April. And I mean, gosh, by the time we got to March and April of this year in particular was just, uh, just amazing. And so, uh, you know, the, the, bookings continue to do really well. And, and as I said, I mean, the reception in New Haven couldn't have been better. Like you mm-hmm. said, you know, we get a lot of comments about the billboards. We've got mm-hmm. partnerships with UConn university, mm-hmm. um, uh, gosh, uh, New Haven, mm-hmm. uh, Yale yeah, and, and, you know, and, and other organizations kind of institutions around, uh, around the entire state and so it is is really a kind of statewide effort and you know the the awareness has been great uh you know the the pr and media that we've received has been really has been really super and so um uh, you know it it couldn't be any better as, as we sit here right now
0: so i want to go back a little bit first flight was april of 2021 but that was in in burbank correct
1: that's right and
0: the first flight out of tweed was in it
1: was in november november, uh, november okay november, so still
0: so, so so new obviously seeing a lot of growth. How is the Tweed Airport handling it? Did you have did you make any major changes or I should say, did they? Because, you sure. know, for so long there weren't too many flights. Now it seems like there are so many options. How is the airport traffic?
1: Right, well, the airport's doing a great job. So it's operated by AvPorts is, is this mm-hmm. third-party company that operates Tweed Airport and they've been a really terrific partner. So when we you know, got the notion of, you know, maybe we would, maybe we would do New Haven. We engaged with, with airports and with the city and with the state and said, you know, we, you know, we need to know that we're going to be able to do this and, and, and grow effectively, um, you know, in, in, a, in a measured way over time. And so there was a plan agreed, uh, between, you know, all of those parties that there would be improvements to the existing facility. Then, uh, down the road, there would be, you know, a, a runway length addition, and there would be another terminal, and so some of the you know the dates and the timing for some some of the second pieces are a little bit TBD, but there is you know an, an overarching plan to kind of make those things happen. And, and some of that was you know we got to wait and see you know if we build it will they come, and and so you know so that part has happened. So there was certainly a, a lot of renovation to the existing terminal, uh, which you know has been there for a long time and it was built for the for the smaller amount of traffic that the airport used to get. And so there was a there was a build out kind of a restaurant impossible you know, kind of build out of that terminal that went on, uh, you know, last year. And so it is, it's sized now, you know, we've, we've, we've made pretty good use of about every square foot of that terminal. And so we're, you know, we're managing through that. There's been uh, expansion to the parking. There's going to be continued expansion to the parking because the parking is pretty tight right now, given how busy it's become. Uh, but there, you know, there's some options for, you know, some, kind of some long-term parking and some alternatives there. So uh, so that's being managed well. The airport and airports, uh, have been you know, really terrific partners. We've gotten amazing support, you know, from, you know, all the way from, you know, senators, you know, congresspeople, uh, you know, the governor, lieutenant governor, uh, you know, all the way certainly down to the mayor. Uh, it's been really, it's been really great. So um, it's been, a, you know, a mutually beneficial partnership. And, and, you know, we want to be good neighbors and good partners. And so we focus hard on that.
0: Yeah, it's definitely tough as someone who lives nowhere near Broadley but closer to LaGuardia and JFK to uh, get there just because the cost is so astronomical to take a car or to park. Right. Um, so very grateful that that uh, you guys are here. Um, and I, I believe our producer who is on the other line and listening in, she's already flown a velo. So very um, good. Yeah. So you have 30 destinations right now, but 14 are from, are out of Connecticut or to Connecticut. And then the other ones, the other uh, 16 are out of the California location.
1: Right. That's right. So we're spread out uh, pretty well. And we just announced uh, in the last week or two that we're opening a new base at Orlando so um, I, I the the demand from New Haven to Orlando has been amazing, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we know there's we, we've added service from we've announced service from Orlando to Wilmington, North Carolina uh, you know in addition to our New Haven to Wilmington uh, service which begins on June thirtieth and uh, you know so we'll look to uh, ex- continue to expand in Florida just you know just given you know the you know, pretty uh, uh, amazing, uh, you know, population migration that, that you know, continues to happen from, you know, all over the country, but especially the Northeast uh, down to Florida. And so we see a lot of opportunity there. Uh, and, you know, a lot of that comes from, you know, the success we've seen uh, in New Haven itself. So we're going to continue. We've got a number of airplanes um, coming. And as we go and develop and time kind of moves on, we, we look and, and analyze different options for where we're gonna send those airplanes. And, uh, you know, so far continuing to add out of New Haven, uh, you know, has been really terrific. And, uh, and so we'll do a little bit more of that, I think out of Orlando and, and you know, places like Wilmington and, uh, you know, kind of see how that goes.
0: Keep it coming. Um, you know, obviously we're in a tough spot right now with these gas prices. I mean, to fill up a car, let alone a plane is tough. You know, how are you guys faring and being able to keep flights affordable?
1: well it's really challenging um we really pride ourselves on having affordable fares and uh you know and and we like having the billboard in on 95 say you know 39 49 59 dollars you know down to here and there and you know and customers love it and we love it and we we want to provide that service and we're able to do that because we have really low costs you know you you bring in a certain amount of revenue and you got to have your costs below that and that's that's how business works and, uh, and so we, we, we like that very much and we appreciate that our, that our customers do. So with fuel doing this, it's been hard because we have to raise our fares, you know, to cover fuel and we have raised the fares. So it's not 39 59, 69, 79. And it's still, you know, a lot better than you'll get if you got to yeah. go you know, to the other airports and those guys are having to raise their fa- and their costs are a lot higher. And so their fares got to be a lot higher. Um, And so we're still a a great bargain compared to that, but it's, but it's, you know, it's, it's not as, as great, you know, and and you could say that about lots of businesses right now with inflation. So we're managing through that. Mm -hmm. Um, It is, it is hard to keep up with fuel though. Fuel is um, just a big problem. Uh, The, the jet fuel markets are, there's a lot of voodoo that goes on with jet fuel and whether you're a West coast, Gulf coast, East coast, Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to know. What's really going on? Then you layer in taxes on top of that, and the way certain you know states you know mm-hmm. run their tax regimes, you know it gets even more difficult. So we're we're doing it. We're hanging in there. Um, we're keeping fares you know much lower than the alternatives, but mm-hmm. uh, we're we're certainly looking forward to getting through this cycle and being able to get into our sweet spot of you know as low fares as we possibly can. But but the demand is still there. The demand mm-hmm. is super strong um, on on the revenue and passenger side. We continue to do really well and people are still going. Uh, And so that's great. And so we're trying to do everything we can to help keep it as affordable as we can.
0: And uh, not only are gas prices skyrocketing, you know, we've been talking about so many businesses experiencing a labor shortage and just this weekend i was flying um and you know we had a flight attendant that had a sprint across the the terminals to make a second flight to be the second one on ours then we didn't have anyone at the bridge gate to let us on and a lot of that is you know when the pilot said, "It's just due there's no one there to work are you guys experiencing the same thing how are you managing
1: yes and no i mean across the economy we all know that's a real challenge um and airlines are, are certainly very impacted by that. We have been extremely proactive in ensuring that we've got enough staff and crew members to, to fly uh, and operate at the airports. Uh, and so we have not, we, we, we haven't, we're, we're working hard on it. We're trying to stay out in front of it. We haven't had any you know, serious situations like you've read about with some of the other airlines. The biggest issue for all airlines by far is the pilot shortage and mm-hmm. the pilot shortage has kind of become mainstream now this this has been brewing for five or six years wow. it got with the pandemic you know there was some temporary relief but what actually made it worse because a lot of the airlines bought out some of their older pilots and and had them go ahead and leave mm-hmm. and now everybody very much regrets doing that because now the pilot shortage has come back worse than before the pandemic um at a velo we're not seeing that directly right now but we've had to get very aggressive on our pilot pay rates in order to ensure that we've got enough pilots to cover things so we got two things going for us um, we've we have increased those rates which is more pressure on the fares but we're you know we're happy to do that for pilots for sure um but um you know the other the other uh, component about that is that we do fly 737s which is mm-hmm. a mainline big jet and it's what pilots want to fly for the segment of pilots that like to come home every night and not be out on the road all the time, Avella is a great option. And there are plenty of pilots like that, um, you know, who've got families or, or whatever. They've, they've, you know, some of the younger pilots, maybe I mm-hmm. want to fly to Singapore and things like that. So, okay, they, they go do that with United. <laughs> um, but for, for us, uh, you know, it's a big jet. It's not a regional jet. So you're not kind of bouncing around waiting until someday, gosh, I want to fly that 737. You fly a 737 right away with us. So we've managed that very well so far, uh, but we have to watch it carefully. It is a, it's a real issue, uh, you know, that's affecting you know the entire industry. And so uh, you know, there's there's a lot of work that goes on to keep that to keep again to keep us out ahead of that that curve.
0: Keep you in the air, yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned you know I never would have thought of this, and and it's probably because I'm not a pilot or anything like that. But you know, the being able to actually sleep at home at night and be a pilot is something probably a lot of them aren't able to do. And um, so anytime you bring in Avello Airlines anywhere, like to Tweed or to Burbank, you actually bring maybe more people to that community as well, right? Who are then making that place home because that's their home base?
1: Sure. We've, we've got about 150 crew members in New Haven now. So those are all brand new jobs from pilots, flight attendants, to, you know, mechanics, Mm -hmm. airport people, the whole gamut. Uh, you know, we have all of that and growing. So we're, we're really proud of, of that. Uh, and it's certainly true, you know, for our, for our pilot ranks, um, we, you know, we've got new people that, you know, living in the area that, that weren't there before. And, you know, this nice. is you know a lot of skilled labor. And so that's really great. So we're, we, we really make a, a strong contribution to the economy, um, both in terms of, of every, of all the crew members that I just spoke of. And then of course, of everybody that we bring in, uh, you know, and we're, know we're bringing a a a fair you know it's it's all it's you know the majority of our of our customers are flying in the new haven example are flying out of new haven to these other cities but there's a a sizable portion of the plane is people flying that originate in raleigh Mm -hmm. and chicago and baltimore and florida and they're coming to new haven and previously they were flying into those other places and, um, you know, I'll tell you that, you know, we, we heard examples of, of Yale, uh, who would tell mm-hmm. us you know, it's, it's challenging sometimes to get, uh, faculty because they wanted to be able to fly out of, of New Haven and it was hard for them to have to, you know, take these longer trips. And so they really appreciate having us there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and there's, there's plenty of companies in the area, uh, that mm-hmm. are telling us that as well. So, uh, it's great for the economy, you know, in, in both directions.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned Raleigh, are you guys now flying there?
1: We are. We do have. We do have New Haven, Raleigh. It's off oh, to a great start. Or
0: one of my favorite places in this country. Um,
1: we, you know, we hit the bit. We hit the 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 vacation centers: Myrtle, Santa, mm-hmm. Santa Charleston, all the Floridas. But also now places where um, you know it's not just it's not just for business travel, but more business oriented places: yeah. Raleigh, Chicago, Baltimore, Nashville. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, doing really well. So um, so we we've, we've got a nice mix.
0: Well, that's great to hear. And you touched on a lot of this already, but I want to end with a positive, you know, where do you see your partnership with Tweed in the next five years?
1: So, right, as mentioned, uh, you know, there are plans uh, that have been put together with, uh, you know, with with the governments and Mm -hmm. airports, you know, and Avello to say, hey, you know, in a measured way in an agreed upon way, you know, we'd like to, you know, expand the footprint, you know, within reason, you know, it's never meant to be, you know, some, you know, big airport hub, big airline hub or anything like that. But, you know, we really would like to, you know, kind of, you know, optimize what we have today and make the best use of the facility, you know, that we have today. And then at the right time, you know, make some of those, you know, make some of those growth plans happen, is discussed. And, you know, as always with those things, there's a lot of give and take and a lot of work that needs to be done to plan those things out and make those happen. But we hope to do it in a really, you know, in a responsible way that's, you know, great for the economy, but also, you know, certainly sensitive, you know, to neighbors and things like that. We want to be a good neighbor. And so, you know, I think over, you know, five-year time horizon is a good time horizon to talk about. You know, we, you know, we expect to, you know, kind of roll these things out incrementally, you know, kind of over that time period.
0: Well, Travis, it's been great to learn about Avello and its growth. And I hope to be flying on Avello soon, especially now that I know you're going to Raleigh and uh, to Charleston as well. It is notoriously expensive to fly to Charleston. So it's really good.
1: Not anymore.
0: (laughs) And that's what we like to hear. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks,
1: Raleigh. Okay, good talk to you.
0: You too. And thanks for listening to this week's BizCast. You can listen and subscribe to our podcast that is sponsored by Google on Apple, YouTube, and for more episodes, head on over to CBIA.com.